now we're free, free ballin'. And welcome to the Free Ball Podcast, and I'm your host, David, and I'm with... Taryn. Derek. Thanks for joining me today, guys. <laughs> nice I appreciate intro. it. Nice Taryn intro. couldn't help himself. I did not sing on that intro. He was just chuckling. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. I wasn't going to do it. I just kind of had to give our listeners a little bit of who I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm just a little bit of carefree. Just kind of go with the flow. Meet David. <laughs> daddy dave carefree daddy dave yeah. yeah exactly so i come to you guys today with uh, all the topics and wisdom but we're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna touch on sex drive and boners are they bad you know as uh, as a male being single can be hard because uh, most men were never taught what we do when we get a boner what do i do when i get a boner this is a question that i didn't really talk about until i got started with my relationship with the lord and we can kind of like start in a different way. I kind of want to touch on it and ask you guys like what happens to your thought process when you get a boner? Do you get horny? Do you try and get rid of it? How does it come about for you guys? I think you could start a drinking game on how many times the word boner gets said in recorded. <laughs> 69 times. <laughs> yeah, really like drinking water, <laughs> of course. Drinking water. Yeah, 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 yeah water, water. <laughs> So what do, what do you guys do? What, I mean, maybe it happens less now that we're older. Yeah, right? yeah I, I kind of got to think back on I'm this. I'm 35, right? Like, I got I to gotta put effort into those yeah, now. Yeah, think back to seventh grade when he first talked about health and uh, masturbation. Yeah, I mean, I remember like the NRB, the no reason boners for sure. Yeah. You know, and we t- we joked about like the waistband tuck or, you know, different things <laughs> yeah. like that. and How to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, you said covering it with the books and stuff when you <laughs> walked down the hallway. I think. Part of it is for me. I remember I enjoyed it, right? Like I, I thought it was a you know it was something cool. Just walking down the halls, full Not staff. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a, a tent. He's ready to go pants. camping. <laughs> yeah, I wore jeans. I was a farm kid. I had jeans on. Okay. Jeans are pretty constricting. So tight if Levi's. Got, yeah, if you got Levi's. Or, no, no, uh, farm kid. He was yeah. Wrangler. I was Wrangler. Yeah, yeah for the sure. Brett Favre yeah. Wrangler. Yeah, no, we were poor folk. We had Lees. Yeah. Remember Lees? Uh, yeah, those were like the dads. I was wore. wearing whatever the neighbor kid wore before me. Uh, um, you didn't have the zip offs, the cutoffs at the knees, the break what? off. No, no, Breakaways. no, no. Poor kids. No, you just cut it. You had jorts. You right? can get those at Goodwill. Uh, well, not Goodwill <laughs> of North Dakota. There's no Goodwill. It's uh, what's the Salvation Army? Anyway, there's garage way, sales. Way off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore everybody else's clothes. Good for me. <laughs> so anyway, no, I. I don't remember, like high school, I didn't play the field. I wasn't really smooth with the ladies or anything like that. So I, even in high school, like I went to porn and masturbation for all my, you know, if I get an erection, it was probably because I was thinking about a previous porn and masturbation experience, right? Like if I would, or it was like, for me, I don't remember as many NRBs as I do remember a lot of I could work myself up into that moment and that was enjoyable, Right, that kind of that rush of like thinking about what that girl would do or what is possible with that, or I'm attracted to this girl, that girl. I remember a lot, but then that also came with a lot of destructive thought patterns post masturbation, right? So it was, I didn't know it was anything wrong. And I, you know, so yeah, for me, it was, I would kind of create those scenarios that, you know, I'd, I'd assist, you know, kind of like pour gas on the fire per se. Yeah. You like the rush of getting the boner and how like, yeah, thought. yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, it had terrible consequences, low self-image, you know, 
like everything that came with that that habitual pattern of porn and masturbation. But yeah, I I didn't think it was wrong. I just thought I in the crappy feelings I had, I didn't ever process them till later in age. So Derek, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, think back to like, ha- have you got like an NRB or like a boner recently? Like, what have you done with it? Like Taryn, I got, I got, I kind of got to think back. I mean, I am thirty five, and they, I do remember people saying that your sex drive dies as you get older, and it it definitely, it definitely does. It does, it doesn't change your mind. Your mind, I think, can still be yeah as active sexually, but like your body responding to that's different. Yeah, I I remember like talking to an attractive woman at work when I was in high school and I remember like my khakis getting tighter and, <laughs> and just like having to walk away. Cause you know, yeah. I had, I don't know, like it was just like self-conscious at that point. Like, did she see that, you know, or, yeah. and, um, that was when I was pretty heavy into, you know, the, the lust, yep. set, you know, porn, all that. But like, yeah, I mean, that's when I think of, I guess, I don't know if you call that no reason or just talking to an attractive woman, but I do remember, I remember like a specific situation there. How would you get rid of it back in the day? Would you like try to hide it if it happened in school, but if it happened at home, you'd like masturbate? Uh, The only time I remember it happening where it was a place where it shouldn't have was at work. And (laughs) I, I think the, I think what I did is like the cash, you do the casual sweep down the pants and try to put it sideways push it to the yeah. side yeah <laughs> I, so it's a little too you left side or right side uh, yeah of. yeah yeah we don't, right. need, to go we don't need to go there <laughs> well i think part of it is is when you're younger and nobody's explained to you like how your body works naturally and how part of that is like god's plan is like nobody gave you the healthy next step once you got a boner or once you had a sexual like you fell a sexual urge right so i always would try to find a way to like kind of like hold on to that feeling and not try to healthy deal with it until the next opportunity to look at porn and masturbate or mm-hmm. masturbate. Right. So, well, I'm glad you kind of talked about that. Cause that's exactly what I wrote down. Like if I go back to middle school when I was still innocent, boners were just part of puberty, right? Yeah. Like it, it's part of the process. We were kind of explaining in seventh grade in health school or in health class um, like you don't know how to get rid of them. Just having a boner in itself is not wrong, right? Like you're just walking around. You're like, what the heck is this? When you experience it for the first time, the only reason then it became bad was when a friend told me that the best way to get rid of it was to masturbate. And I didn't know what masturbation was, you know, in, in sixth grade or seventh grade at that point. Yeah. My point being, is you can get a boner without lusting. It's just what you do with that boner afterwards. Um, and we kind of touched on this last week, yep. and Taryn brought it up in Matthew 5.28. Uh, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman lustfully with lustful intent has already committed adultery in his heart. So, so if we go back to our innocent age when we didn't know anything about it, Really, it becomes a sin when someone told us about masturbation or someone told us about porn. Or we started lust, like Taryn was saying, lusting even more and more because we like that rush. But we didn't really know at that point, like, what is this rush? Like, is it okay that we continue to give fire to the flame? Like, think about lustful thoughts or like go look at like 
uh, dirty images. I think that's the hard part about being young. Like no one tells you what to do with it. And we'll kind of touch on that at the end of the, the podcast. The next question I had is, what do we do when we have an uptick in our sex drive or horniness? There's, you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, we're good all week and we come into the weekend and, you know, you're just, you have an uptick, right? Like this is a scenario for, you know, like you're not married, like you're still single. We're definitely talking to the the single audience crowd right now because, yeah, when you're married, you can have holy sex with your, your partner, uh, with your wife, but you know, when you have that, and hopefully within your marriage, you can be like, yeah. Hey, I'm horny. Yeah, and exactly. Your spouse, whether you're the guy, or the girl isn't like you, right? Like hopefully that's like a, <laughs> all right. Like, Again? Thanks, for, thanks for to be, yeah. <laughs> thanks for being transparent. Like that's, that should be a good thing. Right. But yeah, it's directly to the single guys is what you're talking about. Yeah. But I guess I'll ask Derek first, you know, you're the, the single guy here in the crowd, at least Not as married. of, as of now, the lone single guy. Um, but like, what do you do when you have that uptick? What I do now versus what I did then is different. I mean, now it's like we talked about in last week's episode. It's basically the truth and lie statements. Say somehow at 35, I got an NRB at the gym. I would say, God, this is how you made my body to function. If there, if this is cause of a, a look or a lustful thought, I renounce that and accept the truth that this is just my body and not my mind or something like that. That's that's how I would deal with it now. I mean, back in the day would have just been, oh, well, this, I'd probably try justifying it. Well, if this happens, it must mean that God designed me to to masturbate. You yeah. know, I you you just I would I would justify it. You know, and so. maybe that's the better question is how should it be handled when you're single you get an uptick in your sex drive not how do we handle it because i i'm the same boat as Derek. like i didn't handle it properly when i did have a high sex like a call it a post-puberty sex drive where you know (laughs) trying to hump everything that's not tied down right like (laughs) so and it's also with like the the boners and stuff like that is like, what's the healthy way of dealing with that? And I think retrospectively, I would tell my younger self, hey man, when you get, you know, when you feel sexually motivated or you get um, an erection, right? And to Derek's point, fight spiritually. If that's conf- if that's something that's causing it, you might as well do it first because it's pretty easy. But then secondly is, there's healthy outlets for some of those emotions and some of those ambitions. Right. I think just sometimes we don't know how to deal with it, like going to the gym, right? Going for a run, you know, stuff like that, creative outlets, listening to music, you know, trying to put, you know, God's, we're created in God's image. God is a creative being, right? So part of what he's given us in our singleness is this sex drive and kind of an outlet for that in marriage is this intimate, creative, giving, caring, moment that you can't have as a single person so it's but like how do you mimic that as a single person health in a healthy way right and it actually talks about that in the book unwanted is like how do you take a how do you find like a nurturing moment if you need to feel nurturing or give nurturing how do you find a creative moment moment that would that you could have an outlet for it how do you find an expression of you know physical exertion you know all these things that in a beautiful way within marriage take place during sex but now you're single so what do you do so you got to yeah, it's like, hey man, if you're feeling horny, like 
that probably can be redirected to something that's really good. Like, and not saying it's like, so it's, it's labeled as horniness, but it's probably could be also ambition for something, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, for me before Christ, I would, I would definitely give in to sin. I would know that I was horny and I would use that to look at porn and masturbate. Um, now, now I give it back to the Lord. I release those thoughts to God. Um, and first Thessalonians four, four says that each one of you know how to control his own body in a holiness and honor. What does that mean for you guys to control your body in holiness and honor? Like, how are we honoring to him? I I think it's good that we kind of talk about this because in our society today, what social media, what news, what like your friends are saying is that the right thing to do with your body is to sleep around, to look at porn, to masturbate, and all those things are okay. And those are good outlets. And it's fine to sleep with multiple partners. Like, and this is what the world is telling us. So it, it's really important for us as believers, like how, how to control your body in holiness and honor. I think Taryn kind of, you know, touched about, touched on it a little bit of, you know, beyond, you know, reading the Bible and, and putting God first. We have to like, we're men, right? Like we love yeah. to be outdoors. Like we love to be dangerous. Like we like to do really stupid things a lot of times, right? Like <laughs> like stuff that gets uh, your blood pumping. Yeah. Like right. I want to go shoot a Like I want to go blow up a propane tank. That's totally okay. Like that's something I need to like. Unless it's your neighbor's propane tank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was just about to cook some steaks. <laughs> <laughs> then you better shoot it and run. Yeah. Like God has created us at men, as men to do manly things. So he's created a world uh, is our oyster. There's oceans, mountains, you know, that we can mountain bike, climb, surf, like do amazing things with our body. Um, and God gives us yeah. this whole outlet to like to honor him well even for me it's like i'm looking for an experience i'm searching for like this um you could call it a like sometimes it's like when you feel these sexual fantasies come on like i'm just looking for something to break out of the normalcy you're looking for like an outlet an outlet yeah absolutely and one of the things that i found is like uh fiction books Right, you guys have seen me carry around like those thousand-page fiction. The sexual books. ones? No, not the sexual. <laughs> it's got like a magic. Not the Game wand. of Thrones one. <laughs> it's got like a magic <laughs> wand. And, yeah, and it comes out of the wizard's. No, no, okay. <laughs> too far. The wizard's too, chest. Yeah, yeah, chest. So no, but that's like a that's an outlet for me. Is like that helps me have like a creative experience. That help me helps me have like this unique like imaginative you know i'm exercising my imagination right and for me that i've found that that is an outlet for some of these restless tendencies that also are in the same vein is like you know sexuality yeah right is like a sex drive right and now that i'm married it's different because now i can you know i can communicate that to my wife is like you know this is the way I'm feeling and we can mm-hmm. make decisions after that. But definitely as a single guy, like reading those fantasy books, that was like, if I was had a moment or had a night by myself feeling that way, I'm going to jump right into that. Cause it's, you could call it a distraction, but I view it as more of an outlet for some of those ambitions Just, and desires. So your, your mind going down the, 
the healthy road on the fantasy books using your imagination keeps you in from way. going it down a negative way. absolutely yeah 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 i think that's good yeah yeah that's really awesome and for like for you it's reading those books for like me it could be playing my guitar or anything create anything creative creative journaling drawing whatever journaling sounds so boring but yeah sure (sighs) well a friend kind of told me one time because she's an art teacher and i was like oh i'm not artistic at all and she's like yeah you are everybody has an artistic skill and i was like well i guess i like woodworking you know like i like working with my hands and like creating like new things she's like that's totally art and i think as as guys we have like these masculine testosterone outlets but we also have really creative artistic things that we need to do with our minds because we we as guys in our mind can be very creative right like in a in a bad sexual way and that's how if we kind of think back on our our uh you know intro to porn and masturbation that's where we kind of went wrong like we let our thoughts kind of wander into the wrong way but how do we let our minds wander in like a holy way like if you thought if you think back Derek when you were a kid like what, what would you tell him differently what would you tell 16 year old Derek to do differently like what would be your outlet like your creative way to kind of get rid of these you know sexual thoughts or all these times where your mind is racing into the wrong direction yeah I mean it's you have to be able to, you need to have some grasp on fighting spiritually at the same time. Yeah, totally. Um, which I didn't know how to do at 16. So I, I'd, I'd really want to couple that with, learn. if I was talking to myself then, learn, get into the word more, increase your faith, fight, learn how to fight spiritually. And also, I mean, I was really good at drawing growing up. Really? So... Oh. Kind of, kind of got out of that, but it I was. was say, you got terrible that was handwriting. More, that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I I'll admit that, <laughs> but uh, my drawing was decent. So, but like I said, none of that works without fighting spiritually. Yeah, and, you and know. I, I think it, and this is. I apologize if this isn't in your uh, questions, David. But it's like you, you kind of asked it in a similar way to like, hey, Derek, what would you tell your sixteen-year-old self? It's like how would you raise a son? Right? Yeah, that's like a that's good point. that's kind of like what we're trying to do with looking back at how we our younger selves would you know go about this. Is like all right, how would you raise a son? And I totally like explained to my son like a lot of these feelings that you have, you just need it's a it's the blossoming of a creative energy that you just give need to give direction to. Your my son or daughter, you know they're. And I don't have any kids, but <laughs> right, my fictitious son or daughter will be created in the image of a creator, right? So it's like you have these this creative energy that the devil wants to steal and have you put all your time, energy, resource, and focus into something that leads to death, right? So where God is like, hey man, I've given you all these things, and the devil's lied to you, and you society's told you this is where all these feelings should go, but in reality, it's like they have so many places to go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I kind of think back for me, I think I had a lot of creative outlets of like where I put my time, but I really stressed myself out. Like I loved uh, high school wrestling when I, you know, back in the day, um, I worked really hard. We'd lift weights, you know, like you're really being a man. Um, it's like working really hard, but I would come back and I was so stressed out 
as like a teenager because I would have to come home and then do homework. And then uh, once I turned 16, I had a job too. So I was mixing that in there. I was putting way too much on my plate. So I wish like I knew what my trigger points were like as a kid of like, David, you're doing too much. Like because you're doing too much, you are then stressed out. So then you want to release. Yeah. And, yeah. and like I would then stress go. Stress is like, a huge contributor. Yeah. And, and I didn't frustration. know. I didn't really know stress. Like I didn't really know I was stressed out. And that's why I was like masturbating or looking at porn. Yep. And I wish I would have kind of known those like the too much point. And then as some people listening, like the too little. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to. I, I asked that question because, you know, we might have listeners who are teenagers, but then, yeah, like you said, like also parents who are raising teenagers, Yeah. like think back of where you were at that age. Like, what do you wish you would have known? Like, how can you raise your son in like, um, you know, making sure to fight spiritually first, but have your foundation in the spirit, like having your foundation in God. Well, kind of what you're talking about is like, processing your emotions and feelings appropriately like yeah and as ha- men feeling, we don't know yeah we have no right. yeah still i'm like yeah. i don't feel i'm either i'm yeah. man yeah i'm man i hungry horny or tired that's it <laughs> so angry angry yeah it would have been nice to have a safe space as a teenager or a youth let's call it to be like i'm feeling this way can you help me find a healthy outlet I'm thinking these, you know, like I have this emotion right now, right? Like learning how to put words to how you're feeling and what you're thinking, but then also have somebody be like a non-judgmental space to be like, hey man, let's like, we can, instead of all your friends, you know, look at porn and masturbate, but like, let's find something that's not going to lead to shame, guilt, and death. And let's, you're horny and you had three NRBs at high school today, like, Okay, maybe you need to like to Derek's point, like maybe you need to go paint or draw and listen to some music and like go chop some wood. Yeah. Like, hey man, let's talk about that and find outlets for it. Yeah. Versus I, all of us just were like, you know what feels the best? <laughs> yeah. And feels the worst. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, sex drives and, and boners, you know, they're a part of who we are as men. Like they're part of our DNA. Yep. It's it. You know, just to recap this it's just what you do with them like do you have a lustful thought with that are you trying to seek like uh pornography like what are you trying to seek with having that boner like what are you going to do with it are you going to like pray and like make sure it goes away but as men god created us as like dangerous men um men to for the kingdom to do manly things you know he gave us this world that we is our, is our wild mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's wild wild at heart our playground yeah. but then what do we do with it what is the healthiest way to get rid of a boner and we had kind of talked about this you know previously but you know it's wet dreams and i had a guy talk to me in college freshman year and he go and i had asked him the same question like what it how do you get rid of like how do you get rid of boners if you can't? How do you get rid of this sex drive? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. how do you get rid of this sex drive? Yeah. And he's like, Well, you know, you, you get into those outlets until your body is right and it just gets rid of it naturally at night in a wet dream. And I was like, my main argument point was, well, what's the difference between a wet dream and looking at porn? And he said, Well, 
you know, you're not, you're not thinking about like beautiful women in your dreams. Like when you have a wet dream and I was like, well, a lot of times men do. So I, I want to kind of touch on that subject because you know, the wet dreams is natural. Like if you get to a certain point, your body will just get rid of it. I think that's the easy part, but I think the fighting the lies of, cause we've all been there when we've been in our dreams, we've thought of a beautiful woman in our dreams and then we have a wet dream and we feel shame from that because then we're thinking lustfully in our dreams. So I know Derek, you've been at that point before, like what have you done to kind of then get rid of it where you're just having a wet dream and not even thinking of anything? Yeah, I would say since I kind of got a handle on uh, the masturbation, wet dreams started coming back to me. And I, I always heard like, Oh, past age 14, guys don't get wet dreams. And I, I believed it until I realized that's because every guy starts jacking off at that age. <laughs> and, they're, you, you know, as, as Lowell says, they, they hit, you hit the manual release instead of your, yeah. your body doing its thing. Um, but at the age of 31, 32, the wet dreams started coming back to me, which told me, this is how your body, this is how God designed our body to have release. And I would say, I'll say I had 10 wet dreams in a year. I'd say probably for me, probably six out of 10 involved lust. And I, I don't know why. I mean, I could speculate how, but how do I get the four that, that are nothing? How does that happen? I don't know, but I would definitely say, I would venture to say the six that are lustful are probably a tell of what I'm thinking about during the day. Mm. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's yep. someone who you know, understands the science of dreams could sp- speak more on that. But what we dream is usually what we're a lot of times has yeah. something to do with what we experienced or thought about during the day. So yeah. do you remember your dreams and like, and then kind of analyzed it a little bit of what you thought about the previous day? No, I mean, I, I pretty much, when I wake up the next morning, sometimes I can't remember if it was lustful, but if it was lustful and I remembered that it was, I just kind of do the truth and lie thing. Like God, I, I renounce the lie that I had a choice in this. If I, if this was due to my lustful thoughts, I give those thoughts to you, ask for forgiveness and thank you for accept, accept forgiveness. And thank you for making my body in a way, um, and getting me to a point in my purity walk where I am allowed to have this happen. So thank you. I move on. And that's kind of what I do when I wake up. Yeah, for me, it was when I did have wet dreams, since it was something that happened while I was unconscious, I didn't really have much shame or guilt because I, I didn't really feel like I was in control, right? So it was out of my control. I almost kind of woke up, brushed it off, literally and figuratively, <laughs> like <laughs> wiped it off. <laughs> uh, and then, so it was, for me, it I didn't really have any shame or guilt attached to it because I felt like I was unconscious during it versus it being a conscious decision but i do under like totally know what derek's talking about is you could kind of you know follow the breadcrumb trail and be like well i did have that dream because i was thinking about that yesterday and i did you know like i entertained some thoughts yesterday i shouldn't have and therefore i had a wet dream tonight and it was 
about something that was, you know, specific to, you know, that which I had a dream about. So, mm-hmm. But sure. I, it's a, you're unconscious. So give yourself some grace there. And I think, do yeah. It, do it. Yeah. And I think it might happen. And it's just what we do with it, right? Like if we notice a pattern where we are lusting in our dreams, we can then pray over our dreams. And right. and Derek, me and you have talked about it where you pray over your dreams and you don't lust in your wet dreams, True. right? So it's just like you have to be spiritual even before you go to bed. So like that's that's, you know, I think we've, you know, covered kind of that. But if you guys have any questions about this topic, I think this one's kind of a sensitive one, especially because we can kind of get deep in the weeds of like the wet dreams. So kind of just uh, reach out to us at free uh, ball, free, free ball, ball podcast, podcast at, at gmail.com. Were you trying to sing it? <laughs> trying to say it at the same time. So yeah, just free ball podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. So and next week uh, I'm happy to kind of uh, bring to you guys our secret topic. Uh, Derek, uh, you'll be talking about what? I'll be talking about the purity streak. Why is it or isn't it important? Yeah, because we all have this like thought in our head of like numbers, mm-hmm. right? Like how many oh, days, how many how days many has weeks? it been? So and it, you compare yourself then. Yeah, so right. Derek's going to kind of go over that next week, which we're excited for. By himself, so, we won't be here. Stay tuned. <laughs> stay, stay tuned. And uh, signing out, don't touch your wiener. <laughs>